0: Welcome to the Audacious Generosity Podcast. Here we celebrate giving without the pressure to give. Audacious generosity is where God is the giver and giving depends on what God puts into your hands. Now, here's your host, Kevin White.
1: Good morning. This is Kevin White, and it's Tuesday, November the 24th, and I welcome you to the Audacious Generosity podcast where God's mission is Jesus, and his strategy has always been audacious generosity. I sincerely appreciate you listening to the show. I hope if you're listening on Apple that you will leave your five-star review. But please subscribe to the show and join us each and every week here in the USA. This is Thanksgiving week, and I wish each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving holiday with your family. It amazes me to have listeners throughout the USA, Canada, Mexico, the UK, Europe, Germany, Asia, India, Africa, and all over the world. So thank you. You're going to love today's show. My friend and guest, Glory, is perfect for Thanksgiving week. Glory is on the phone today from Hyderabad, India. I've asked her to share her story of audacious generosity with you. After the show, you'll want to go over to my website, Kevin White. and click on the generosity awards and check out all the stories of generosity. You can like your favorites and even submit your own story or someone else's story. Two weeks ago, we awarded two generosity awards to unsung heroes like Glory around the world. Glory's story is a perfect example of audacious generosity. So without further ado, help me welcome Glory to the show.
2: Hey Kevin, yeah, thank you for this time. I'm doing very well and I'm so excited also to be part of this program.
1: It thrills me
3: to have the opportunity for our audience to hear another heartwarming, encouraging story of generosity. And I am so blessed to know you as a sister in the Lord but many in our audience, this will be their first exposure to you. So let's get to know Glory. Tell us about your testimony. How did God capture your life for Him?
2: I'm from India. Probably you already know about this. I'm from India, and I come from a non-Christian background. I'm not coming from a Christian family. I'm from a, it's a non-Christian family. So what ha, how I came to know the Lord is like uh, when I was studying in my school, my tuition teacher i don't know i don't know what do you say about tuition teachers like after the school we go for two hours
4: mm-hmm. for the
2: extra timing uh,
4: yeah. so the
2: tuition teacher, uh yeah she used to read an article every time when we go to her mm-hmm. uh, she used to have a, a jesus book in her hand with the pictures that uh, jesus uh, was crucified and he shed his blood and uh, he died for us so she used to tell us stories if we ask so i was uh, very surprised to know when she told me that somebody have died for you and me
4: mm-hmm.
2: that made me to, that made me to think like because i am a devotee of some god and mm-hmm. who never did anything like this mm-hmm. See, because every every week you know i i go to i go to temples and then i do i sacrifice things we as a family sacrifice goats cows and all but we yeah. never heard of somebody who is sacrificing themselves for us. This is what made me to think maybe I was at the age of nine or ten at the, at the time. So I, I love, started thinking if if the,
3: yeah I love how she planted uh, seeds of the gospel through her stories and how God used yes. those to capture your heart.
2: Yes, I still remember the images that she used. That is where I get excited when I talk to children. Yes, and showing them about who God is. So mm-hmm. I, because I know when, when we put, when we input something in the children and they remember it for a long time, they don't forget it. So I went back to my family and then I told, I told my parents, like this is what I heard from my tuition teacher. is saying there is one God who died for us and uh, all other gods that we are worshipping are actually not gods and they have not done anything for us. When I said this, my parents were not really happy with me and with the teacher and then they stopped me, stopped sending me to the tuition.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: so because you know in India we have a caste system they we they used to think you know that Christians are like really the Dalits, we are yeah. not belong to that community so mm-hmm. the this is that God and we are not belong to that community but mm-hmm. then that that seed rema- remained in me for so long years, so many years
4: mm-hmm. the
2: seed that my tuition teacher, teacher has put in my heart, yeah. it is still there after all so many years
3: yeah, praise God for his promise that his word will not return void. And you're living proof of that.
2: So every time when I see my Christian friends, somehow, I don't know, I used to get very excited.
4: <laughs> like
2: when they, when they talk about church and when they talk about Bible. I I don't know how to read Bible and all, but I used to get really excited. When mm-hmm. one of my friends uh, handed over me a New Testament, maybe when I was... Uh, Eleven years old, she handed over me a New Testament, and she promised me that she will take me to the church.
4: Mm.
2: And then I waited for so long time that she will come and pick me to and pick pick me up and take to church, but she never turned up. Mm. But then I I hold, I was holding that New Testament, and uh, and I was I was something like I I used to see it as a very precious thing. I I didn't know that we need to open it and read it. I didn't know that. And there is one other incident that I have I had seen Jesus movie in the TV. It was probably on the Easter day. So mm-hmm. I was watching the Jesus movie in the TV. Um, yeah. In general, like they, they were putting on the, in general, they, like any festival comes, you know, they put. While watching mm-hmm. that movie, Karuna Maidu, I, do, I really do not know about uh, Jesus anything. But then as I was watching movie, I was like started crying, like I if You know, someone really close to me is really suffering. I felt like someone like so close to me is suffering so much. And uh, this is not fair, you know. Uh, I was very young, but then like I was crying literally. So uh, after seeing that movie, the love for Jesus like has increased. Whenever I shared shared it to my parents, they would disagree with me. And uh, because they always say Jesus is God of Dalit, uh, low caste and not our God but Mm -hmm. then I I kept quiet and it was just in my heart but then uh, uh, there was a time uh, there was a time when my own family was going through tough times financially uh, there were so many accidents happening in the family and the financial problems were there health issues were there so there was time when my parents start asking that you know if there is really God why he's not helping us we are, we are doing everything from our side, you know, on every day we are worshiping, every morning, every evening, you know, we are spending every money that we have, we are giving all the sacrifices, but if there is a God, why all these things are happening? So what they did was like, they they removed every idol from our home and they 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 were just fed up, they didn't want to worship. So that is when one older lady, she came to our house and she saw my mom was like very sad and um uh not happy then uh, she uh, told us about jesus about mm. she told my mother about jesus my mother was not very happy but then she just received and was uh, whatever she said she uh, invited us to the church so for the first time my parents didn't come i and my younger sister uh we had we went to the church and i was so excited to go to church okay. because that was the first time i am going to church wow Whenever I told my parents, did not accept it. But then, when they, when somebody else came and told, and they when they themselves have realized, so they allowed me to go to the church. So I was so excited. That since then I never looked back. I never mm-hmm. looked back so far. So I accepted the Lord in the uh, at the age of 14 as a personal savior. Today, my my yeah. entire family is Christian. Yes.
4: Oh,
2: All of totally. them are
3: saved. I love how the seed then multiplied. And now your entire family is serving the Lord.
4: Yes. Yeah. But it
3: it started, it started with God God putting his hand on you. And I'm grateful for, for your sensitivity to that. Even when you didn't know that it was him drawing you to him, you were aware that there was something special there.
2: I felt there was some close relationship I found in Jesus. That's what I felt. Even when people said that he is not our God, that didn't go over for me. Yeah, they, they couldn't change my mind.
3: And I think even in the US and the Western culture, mm-hmm. we take it for granted how powerful it is in that element of the gospel of Jesus being the one who laid down his life for the friends. Now that I've traveled the world and I've seen world religions uh, and so many different expressions. There's no other world religion that offers a human sacrifice, a God that loves us so, to the point of, of crucifying, being crucified in our place. We're the ones that deserve death, but yet he exchanged his life, his death, so that we might live. And that's so yeah. powerful. You just testified of that, how powerful that was. It captured your attention, that here is a God that that doesn't just bark out orders on what you need to do in temple, but he, he demonstrates love for you and dying yes. on the cross yes. on your behalf. Love. He just
2: shows me what is love. Yes.
3: Yeah, I also love just the the view that you share of you, this tuition teacher, of, of a teacher helping you with your homework, who simply shared the stories of Jesus with you and how... Powerful that is. Sometimes we think witnessing and evangelism is something scientific, and it's something for the experts, and it's something too difficult for the believers, but all she was was a believer in front of you, and she shared stories out of God's word with you, and they took root in your, in your life, and they bore the fruit of the gospel, the salvation into your life and to your family. Yeah.
2: Now I don't know where she is Uh and she doesn't know where I am.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but you're in the same family. But then I am in the Lord. Yeah.
2: I I am in the same family,
3: yes. Hallelujah. So bring us up to 2020. (laughs) You're now married and a mother.
2: I'm married in the year 2015. Mm -hmm. So now I have a daughter who is two years old. I I used to work with the children and part of some NGO, but then after baby, I couldn't go out. So I'm just, doing home ministry as of now
3: what attracted me to this interview is your life knowing you as a sister in the lord but your stories of how god is empowering you to be a giver to live generously and you've seen the transformation that occurs in that so i i'd love one of the first stories you shared with me was when you were in bible college and it was christmas can you share that story with our audience of how god worked a miracle that year
2: i In Christianity, I didn't know that, you know, we have to be the givers. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not a commandment, but then it is, that is what God will put in in our heart. I always find the pleasure in giving. I I don't have much. I'm not from a rich family or I don't have big salary, but then whatever little I have, I feel blessed when I give and I don't lack anything when I give. Mm -hmm. So one Christmas time when I was in Bangalore, literally I was, Running out of money. I have no cash at all. Um, I didn't want to, to ask my parents because I know they, I know w- how they are. I don't want to ask them and I am, I'm am completely n- nil. I don't have. So I shared with one of my friends, uh, the situation. I just shared like, you know, this is what I'm going through and what that friend did is like he gave me thousand rupees for my expenses. So I was happy to receive that amount. <laughs> Thanking God I send my prayers. Mm -hmm. so yeah I did and then immediately after receiving that amount one of our service lady who helps helps in the office she will serve tea in the office and she cleans the office Mm -hmm. so she came and asked she asked everybody that you know her daughter is going to be married and she needs financial help Mm -hmm. I my friend gave me thousand rupees and the thousand rupees was there exactly with me and then I, I, do, I didn't even had a second thought to keep some amount, amount for me and give some amount, amount for her. I didn't know why. I felt like giving her everything that I had. Everything. I, I never wanted to keep, uh, for my needs or necessities. So I gave her and I was so happy when I gave her. <laughs> yeah, so happy. And uh, so in the office, then they collected the amount. They were like, uh, people. They saw my, they they told me later, they didn't tell me at the time. They told me later, like they saw me giving and they were encouraged to give to her even more. Mm. That's what they told me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know it it is going to be like that. Like that was my personal thing. And I was just wanted to give. So that year I, I I had no money and I wanted to come home. And even for Christmas, I had no money. So with the uh, with the same uh, sad thing, we had a prayer meeting and we uh, we have a, we went to attend. Usually, I don't go to that prayer meeting, like not every week. But that that week, I felt like going somehow. Like I was very down, and then I felt like spending some more time in God's presence, so I went. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was uh, the the worship and the, everything was over, and immediately he started the message, and immediately the first thing that he told me was like, whoever do not have. Um, Money this year to celebrate Christmas, will you all stand up mm. Yes uh, so i i I stood up thinking he will he's going to pray over us
4: mm-hmm. uh,
2: you know because I definitely yeah. need prayers, so I just thought he's going to pray for us, so I just stood up immediately mm.
4: uh,
2: after standing after standing he said he called the ten of us to the friend and he said, uh, uh please give me your names. I'm going to give you all some amount of money." That is 10,000 rupees. Okay. Mm. I gave 1,000 rupees to, to the to the lady who was a maid, And yeah. the pastor wanted to give 10,000 rupees oh. for the Christmas. How much? Uh, so I said, uh, uh, that is in Bangalore. I'm from Hyderabad. I said, the pastor, next week, I'm not going to be here. So I'm not going to give my name because I need to go back to my home. Right. Mm-hmm. So next week I won't be able to make it for this prayer meeting, so I'm not giving my name. And the pastor said, "You know what, my sister? When I'm walking out of my house, the whole Spirit told me ca- told me to carry ten thousand rupees with me.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I carried it for you, and here it is for you. Wow! So it was it was like complete shocking experience. Mm-hmm. For me, I know, I know the amount is very small, probably, but at that time, for me, it was like too big.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Too big, and that was mm-hmm. miraculous.
4: Yeah.
2: There were there were people like around two to three thousand people, and then even in that in that uh, two two to three thousand, many many got up, and then when many got up, many came forward. In that many came forward, I said I'm not going to give my name because I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. But then the Holy Spirit said, take this amount and be here today.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: For me, uh, more, than taking, more than taking that amount, I'm so mm-hmm. glad that the Holy Spirit works on behalf of me.
3: Yes, amen. God is so kind and plentiful. And I just love the spirit that you share with because you were not demanding God with a spirit of entitlement to take care of you. You were surrendering everything to Him, and if you didn't get home for Christmas, you didn't get home for Christmas. I mean, like you're not living with uh, with entitlement. You are you're living with surrender and humility, and here comes God, so kind and plentiful, just blowing your blessing your socks off (laughs) like
4: that. Yeah, praise God. So that,
2: that one instant came in has changed my life actually. That instant has changed my life. It it is different. uh, It changed me to see differently when I gave.
3: Yeah. We hear the expression, you can't outgive God. I don't want our audience to just hear that. I want them to experience that. And you're not, we're not going to experience it until we give up that thousand rupees that's in our hands. When we give God everything, is when we will start experiencing that He will not be in debt to any of us. He will always be kind and plentiful. You didn't do it to manipulate God. You didn't yes. do it to force the hand of God. You did it to worship Him. But He He yes. loves that when His children worship Him.
2: I felt like that woman's need was more than mine. Mm-hmm. Because it's a wedding. It's a daughter of a, uh, her daughter's wedding. So, mm-hmm. I need is more,
3: what I hear is a sister that was obedient to the Holy Spirit, and you were not reluctant. You were cheerful about it, and that's the givers yes. that God wants us to have. I mean, like this, your testimony started with "For God so loved glory that He gave His one and only Son," and He didn't do that reluctantly. He didn't do that with a bitter spirit. He did that with joy. Hebrews said, for the joy set before him, Christ endured the cross. Yes, God loves a cheerful giver. And the way to be cheerful is to just simply let God give through us. And that's what you did. God gave you a 1,000 rupees. You you didn't hold on to it as now this is mine, 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 mine. You you, You held it as this is a gift from God. And and if God leads me to give it to this woman for her daughter's wedding, then I'm going to do it cheerfully. And God yeah. then multiplied that. And you, you did go home for Christmas and you had a beautiful Christmas with your family? Yes.
2: And I could buy everything <laughs> that I need.
3: Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. For
2: my whole family, yes.
3: <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, you have one more story that's on our website, and I want to share that before we conclude the show. Uh, It's 2020. Uh, The world knows COVID-19. We don't have to explain that to anyone. There's been radical shutdown in countries all over the world and certainly in India. And India has known its share of human suffering as a result of this pandemic. So many factory workers and laborers just literally thrown out onto the street there in the beginning, there in March and April. And so what, what have you seen God do? Because you have another story of generosity that's that's a, a recent story. To share that with our audience, yes. please.
2: COVID-19 has been really a tough time for many, including my own family. Mm-hmm. When I say yes, including my own family. But then can I just say that and not me?
4: Mm, okay.
2: Is that okay? Yeah. Is my family... Yes, my family was going through, but not me. That's what I can say, because mm-hmm. if, if people that I have worked with previously, I was helping them with translation and all during this COVID-19, they had come forward and they wanted to help me.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I never asked them anything. I have not mm-hmm.
4: asked.
2: They just asked me to do a little process and then they paid me so well. And out of that, I, I had, uh, I had, I wanted to give. Back to God, what He gave me. I mean, like I want to give to the people that are in need.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I just simply uh, don't want to blindly, uh, how to say, like just give it somewhere and leave, leave, leave it up on my hands. I, ha- I had, some, I had some money kept for God, and then I wanted mm-hmm. to give to the right person who's in need. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was praying about it. I don't, I didn't want to waste God's money, so I was praying about this. God showed mm-hmm. me the right person. So, suddenly the Holy Spirit uh, guided me to one person who much about. She never even spoke to me in her life. I mean, like, the we were in the same organization, but then we never uh, had the talk simply because they are from different uh, uh, departments. Mm-hmm. So, somehow God brought me her in my mind and uh, I just spoke to her casually. And then uh, she didn't share me much about her situation, but then I said, uh, sister, uh, this is what the Lord has put in my heart. What do you feel? Then she said, um, "No, we are okay. We are doing well." Um, because she was feeling so insecure that I would share it with somebody, and then you know, um, yeah, people will make you no. Know, that what she was feeling. So I said, yeah. like, this will be between you and me, between you and me, and I don't want you to share with anybody, and I am not going to share with anybody. So here is my little gift that I wanted to give. Mm-hmm. Then she, at first, she was, she was uh, kind of feeling bad, but then uh, when I sent her, and then I said, Now I am feeling so happy because I just did what the Lord has told me.
4: <laughs> yeah. And
2: uh, uh, I sent, and then after receiving, she was like literally in tears, and uh, she said, mm-hmm. She's working as a school teacher, and mm-hmm. then uh, since three months, you know, they are not being paid, and uh, they are not being paid, and uh, her. She do not have father and uh, she has sisters and mother to take care. And uh, uh, it's like the entire family is depending on her and they didn't pay rent for three months. She was like literally in tears. And she told me one thing that, dear sister, this this thing, uh, it's been done by the Lord. I know the Holy Spirit led you.
4: Mm-hmm. When
2: she said that, like I was like completely uh, assured that, you know, I was led by the Lord. I'm yes. so grateful to God that, you know, I just didn't give to one who have more, but then God led me to the one who is in need.
3: Sometimes it, we're it. exposed to so many needs around us, and it's like, where do you begin? And so if you don't have a connection with the Holy Spirit, you can get very overwhelmed. But if you will rely on the Holy Spirit, He knows exactly where the Father is working and how to direct us to join him in his work. And I love how your story shows an example that it's not about the money. Yes, God uses that, but it's really about his presence in the life of that woman. The money was what got her attention, but what she received was a gift that money can't buy. She received the presence of God. She received peace. She received assurance and security from God. And that's what God does as we live generously. It really extends his presence in the lives of others. That's the purpose of generosity. That's why God has given to us to extend his presence in us. And that's why he gives through us to extend his presence. And when when we latch on to that, there's no limit to what God can do through us.
2: Yes, absolutely, yes. So, and what, what I really love in this is the whole, the same Holy Spirit who prepared me to give and the same Holy Spirit, they also prepared her to receive. The same Spirit works in me and in her. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, it doesn't matter. I am a giver. She's a receiver. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But then the same God works in my heart and then in her heart. Yes. So I'm very grateful to God about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and let that be a good reminder to our audience. The reluctance is allowed on the receiver's side, but not on the giver's side. We are to give cheerfully, but yes, yeah, sometimes the receiver will be reluctant, but it doesn't matter because we need to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, and that's what you were assuring her of. And yes, yeah, she was... She was concerned about shaming her family if she took a gift or if she exposed a need. But you assured her that this was a prompting of the Holy Spirit. And then yes. she she received the gift of God there. Glory, thank yes. you so much for sharing that story.
2: Yes, it's my honor, Kevin. I didn't think that there would be a platform where I can share my testimonies.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I know you didn't do it. I know you didn't do it to draw attention to yourself, and that's why God's given you this platform because you really are
2: I working God
3: for this yes I for His glory, yeah, yeah,
2: I'm very grateful to God that you know he gave me this privilege to share my testimony. It is a little small, tiny, everything is very little, but then everything is for his glory. I'm so grateful to God and grateful Amen. to you for allowing me to do this.
3: Amen. Well, you can read Glory's story on our website, generosityaward.com, and you can like her story and you can see the other stories there and you can submit your own story of generosity. But Glory, what a good example for our audience. Uh, I love how your story really demonstrates generosity as you allow God to be kind and plentiful through you and how God brought miraculous proportion of those gifts that only God God can give, that money can't buy, and just the fulfillment of the Great Commission, how it extends his presence in the lives of of people. God bless you, my sister. I appreciate you sharing your story, and we're going to hopefully hear more stories from you in in the years to come. God bless you.
2: Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for this privilege to share. It's my honor.
3: Thank you. Um, I really appreciate you sharing that and taking the time on the phone. We'll continue the conversation related to November the 17th. Thank you for all you're doing there. It really means the world to me.
2: Yes, it's my honor.
3: <laughs> yeah. I really, all right. do it. yeah. All right. God bless you. Take care. Thank you, Kevin. Okay. Have a good bye. day.
0: Bye. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Audacious Generosity podcast. Join us next week as we open our hands up to God and let him fill them for the Great Commission. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your family and friends for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with Audacious Generosity. Get your copy today.